Ervin Daftun Bayes four lines to the top. As we learned before, aside from the standard Erev Tchumen that we're all familiar with, which is Mazen Shtesuris, there's also ability to be Kainish Visa Viragli. You can be Kainish Visa by being in a specific spot at the time of the Barsha, so we know that if using this method, you'll get an additional four Amis, which is Mekayme Shal Adam. So in actuality, you would have up to 2,004 Amis. And the Gemara will now ask from Rami Bachama or Shaila that if we apply this same Kula of adding four Amis to the share of Tchum, even when someone made an Erev Using the concept of Muslim shades today, or we don't say that. So, Amrav Vichama, Hari Amu, Shabbos, Yeshle Dalamis, that if someone makes their Makam Shvisa, through the idea of being Shabbos Baragli, he gets an additional four Amis. So the question is, Hanay says to someone actually places Mazen Shei Tzudes as his heir, Yeshle Dal Amis, does he have the same concept of having an additional four Amis or not? Lemaisi, he's not there physically, and therefore, Lechaira, there shouldn't be an extra four Amis. What do you say? That we always give the person a Makam Dal Amis? Amrav, Rav, responds to Rav, and Tashmari brings a Rav from Al Mishnah. Amrav, Ma'arim Pass. We only said that you can Ma'arim Pass as a Kula, Lahakal Al Asha, to make it easier for a wealthy person or a person who is home, that he doesn't have to go out Arab Shabbos and be banished mushrooms 2,000 amas away from his house in order to be Arab Raglov. Therefore, we gave him a kula that he could go before Shabbos and put your past there and then be home when Shabbos starts. And Rav says, if you're going to say that, the din is, that he doesn't have the extra four amas, why is this a kula who actually comes out of Chumrah? Because if he actually goes there and is Arab Raglov, he gets 2,000 amas. Now that he Uses an air with his past, then he only gets 2,000 amas. The Gemara responds and says, Not a raya, because even when you ma'arab a past, it's true that they would come out of Humrah, they only get 2,000 amas instead of 2,004 amas, but of course it's a greater kula, and that's why it's called a kula, because you don't have to go to Arab Shabbos. Of course, that would be a much easier and simpler way to make an air, and therefore the Gemara doesn't come out with a response to the question of Rabbi Bachoma. Prior to starting the next Mishnah, let's recap and remember what we learned the last couple of days. First of all, we said that even though there's a general rule that you're allowed to be ma'ar bipas with Muslim shtei sudas, and there were two other ways of making air. First of all, someone could say shvisasi bimakaymi, shvisasi biragli, where I am physically present at this moment, that should be my makam shvisa. In addition, we said shvisasi bimakam plani. If someone knew of a landmark, he could make the shvisa at that spot. And we learned before that there's a din that a person can make an air biragli by saying shvisasi bimakaymi, where he's physically standing at this point, and there was a conflict between a mayor and Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Nachman understands Machlekes, Rabbi Meir holds that the ability to make an air of using this method of saying Shvisasmi is only for a traveler called an Ani, but not an Usher or someone who's at home. And Rabbi Huda was of the opinion that it doesn't make a difference if you're traveling or you're not traveling, you're allowed to use the method of saying Shvisasmi However, the fear of Nachman all agree, both Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir, that there is another way to make an air, and this works by saying Shvisasmi I could say I have a landmark somewhere else I want to make my Shvisa in that place, but all agree that this message surely only works for a traveler. Now, this mission was actually used as a riot to Rav Nachman's version of the Machlech between Rabbi Yudah and Meir, as we saw yesterday, and not like the Shita Rav Chista, and we'll continue the Mishnah. If someone goes out, let's call him Ruben, that went out of his city, and he's traveling towards another city, and wants to make an air in between, so there was 4,000 arms between city A and city B, and he wakes, wants to make an air between that by saying, My Shvisa is by a landmark in between these two cities. However, before he does that, his friends come over and says to him, instead of going right now, stay home right now because it's either cold or too hot to travel right now, and then go tomorrow. He, since he started going out, therefore he has a right to go there. We'll see why in the Gemara, the Gemara will explain this, but the rest of the people of the city are also to go there. They were not kind of at this midpoint as
as he was. Those are the words of Rabbi Huda. Since this person had the ability to say bacon Arab, and he didn't actually physically at that point come out and make halachic Arab, therefore he's in no man's land. He's pulled between two spaces. We'll explain that later what it means. But basically, all you have is the right to walk one spot of 2,000 amas. You're allowed to walk from your place where you are physically now towards where your other city is, only 2,000 amas towards that point and nothing more. You don't get 2,000 amas towards all different areas and we'll explain that further in the Gemara on Amun Beis. So the Gemara says, and we're talking about Rabbi Huda Shita right now that says he is actually cleaning his area at that spot and therefore he can walk all the way to the other city. So for the Gemara, what's the difference of Rabbi Huda why he could go, however the rest of the city, they can't go. If they all said originally that they want to go to that city and they wanted to make an Arab at the midpoint, look, they should all be able to go. And if they all can't go, then why could Reuven go? So Rav Huna explains, what we're talking about on our Mishnah is Kagoyin. This person, Reuven, actually owned two houses. He owned a house in City A. He also owned a house in City B. And between them, there were 4,000 Amis. And therefore, the only way to get there is by making Arab in between. Now, since he owns a house and the rest of the people don't, therefore, there's a big Nafkamino because Eu, Kivin, since he was going out to travel and his thought process was, I want to go to my house, therefore, he's considered like he's a traveler. And once he's a traveler, he has a right at this point to use that Makkim. As we said, everyone agrees that an Oni can make a Makkim Shvisa by saying, I want to use a landmark as a Makkim Shvisa. However, the other people, the people of the town, since they aren't really traveling, they would never have intent to go to the other city. They don't own a house over there. They just wanted to go 2,000 hours. They wanted to go on a trip, but they decided not to go. Therefore, they're not considered travelers, and therefore they had no right at any point to go and make an Erev or make this and be kind of Shvisa B'makim Pliny. And even if they said they want to be kind of Shvisa B'makim Pliny, that wouldn't work. And therefore, the only Erev that they actually have is the Erev by their house, and they can walk 2,000 hours to any side from their home but they can't walk further at the point of the Arab and continue at that point. The Gemara continues and brings a riot to the way of Huna learned to Mishnah according to Rabbi Yehuda. Tainami Hachim, we have a Bryce similar to that. The Bryce clearly says that the words of Rabbi Yehuda were referring to a case where Ruvain owned two houses between two Tchum Shabbos, meaning one house in town A and one house in town B, and there were 4,000 Amis between them. And since he started going on the road and he was a traveler and therefore he was an Oni, therefore he was had the ability to be kind of Arab by saying this would apply even if he decided at some point not to go because he started to go yes the son of Rabbi Yudah whose name was Rabbi Yudah said and he added on to the word Rabbi Yudah he said even if one of his friends or his friends came and told him stay over here tonight because or it's too cold the next day he could get up and he could go on his way and he has no problem it doesn't contradict and counteract his original making of his Erev. Now, although in our Mishnah we had a machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Rameya, over here we have a machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda shita is a third shita that we had before, but it doesn't exactly explain what that shita is in this Gemara. It's a little bit unclear what the machlekes is between Rabbi Yehuda and his son, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara now has a machlekes to explain what these machlekes would be, and we have two shitas. Um, Rabbi, Rabbi says, There's no question, both of Rabbi Yehuda when this person is going out to go to the other city, to go to his city B, he definitely has to say, he has to verbalize his intent to be kind of at that spot. But the only question is, does he actually have to start traveling or not? According to the first sheet of Rabbi 
Yehuda, he says, Kivin Sheikh Subhadarach, he had to actually have started to go on the road, and then if he goes back, of course, that won't be a problem because you have both conditions. Once you meet the two conditions of Rebuda, first of all, you have to verbalize the intent of the Tchum, and number two, you start traveling. Once you do that, then you will claim Shvisa, and you can continue to go to your house because you consider the honor, you consider your traveler. However, Abiyazi Rebuda's position is that even if you only verbalized it, but you didn't actually start going. For example, I'm in my house, and I turn to a bunch of my friends, and I say, I want to be kind of my Shvisa, the Mark employment, because I want to start traveling and going to my house in the other city. And they say, why are you going right now? It's too hot outside, it's too cold. Stay and go tomorrow. And you say, okay, I'm going to go tomorrow. And you never actually started traveling. According to Rabbi Yisabiruda, that would be a good enough way to be kind of Shvisa, and you consider it an Ani at that point as well, and you can be kind of Shvisa in the middle, and you'll be able to go the next day and travel. However, Rabbi Yisabiruda, he says exactly the opposite way, to go and start traveling. That everyone, both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yisabiruda agree, you have to start traveling towards your house in City B. However, the question is, do you have to verbalize that I want to make a Shvisa B'mak Employee? According to Rabbi Yehuda, you need both conditions, you have to verbalize your intent of the Trum, and you also have to start traveling. All you have to do is start traveling. You don't actually have to verbalize your intent. Now, it comes out, and just remember this because it's going to be the gate, in Rashi, that Rashi will point out that both Lefi Rabbah and Lefi Rabbah in the Sheet of Rabbi Huda, everyone agrees that the Sheet of Rabbi Huda is that you have to, number one, verbalize your intent of the Trum, and number two, you also have to start traveling. The Gemara continues, Kaman Azla Hadam Ula. Who is the Shita that Ula specifies and speaks about? If someone is going on the road and starts traveling, and his friends convince him to turn back, he's considered like he returned, but he's also considered that he's already going on the road. Now it seems clear that this person started going on the road, but he actually didn't verbalize his intent to be kind of Shvisa b'makomploini. So the Gemara now just stops and asks a question. If he's considered he returned, then why is he considered that he started traveling? If he's considered that he's already started on his road, what do you mean that he's already considered like he came back? The Gemara says, what it means to say like this, even though he decided to stay here and not travel, he's considered like he already started his trip and therefore he's considered a traveler, he's considered an honey, and therefore he's allowed to make his makam shvisa, and that air works. Come on, who is this going like? This is going like the shita that we had in Rabbi Yasi, and in Rabbi Yasi, Rabbi Yudah, that you don't need any verbalization of your makam so all you need is that you started going and once you started traveling even though you never said anything you never verbalized but you had intent to actually go and be kind of shvisa but makamploini that intent is good enough and as Rabbi Yisrael his terminology said yes I'll came to Rabbi Yisrael that afilu which means that he's trying to add something into the words Rabbi Yudah, he's saying that there's no verbalization requirement the Gemara continues with another story Rabbi Yudah went and brought a basket full of fruits as a present to Rabbi on Erev Shabbos. When he was leaving to go back home for Shabbos, so Rabbi Nasser let Rabbi Yehuda leave until he took one step. And once Rabbi Nasser Ba'ishia saw that Rabbi Yehuda Ba'ishia took one step and therefore he was considered muksuk that he started traveling, Rabbi Nasser Ba'ishia said to Rabbi Yehuda, stay and sleep over here and then tomorrow you'll be able to walk towards the house. The Gemara says, so Rabbi Yehuda actually did that, he slept there and on Shabbos he started walking and he walked the full 4,000 until his house and he was saying the fact that he started traveling and therefore he's considered Ani and he can make a Shvisa B'makamploini Zakti Gemara Nun Beis on Beis Kaman who's this going like Rabbi Yisif Ali Rabbi Yisif is this also going only like the Shita Rabbi Yisif in Rabbi Yisif Rabbi and the Gemara thinks that it's a riot that he's going like Rabbi Yisif Ali Rabbi Yisif Rabbi because it doesn't say in the story that he said that my Shvisa should be B'makamploini it just says that 
they started traveling, but it doesn't say he actually verbalized anything. On that, the Gemara says, The story over here wasn't only that he started going, and then he said to him, Oh, stay over. What really happened was, he started going, and he also verbalized that and therefore it's actually going that is the most common to Kashita, which means that he needs to have the intent to be at a specific landmark, as well as the fact that he has to start traveling in order to use this type of Arab, as we explained before. Rashi just points out in the top Rashi, in the middle, he says, as we explained in Amadal, Rabbi Yasef and Rabbi Huda didn't argue on that point. He also agrees that the Shita was that you need two things, you need the intent to be at the landmark, as well as starting to travel. And Rashi just explains, based on the technicality, the Gemara wanted to say this, because Ella, leave it to Rabbah, Difalei Lukmei Mishnu Rabbah Rav Yasef, when you have a machlech between Rabbah Rav Yasef, Hilchus HaKur Rabbah Labah Mitlas, Sada in Yimechza, we know there's a cloud, the halachas generally Rabbah over Rav Yasef, aside from three different areas in Shas. And the Gemara continues, Rameo Yimech, Koshu Yochel Arav Vleirav, Harez Echam HaGamal, that was the last Shita in the Mishnah, where Rameo argued on Rabbuda. So Rameo holds, since Ruriam wanted to make an Arab, but decided to go back home, he could not make an Arab any longer, because he's now considered an usher vis-a-vis the dinner of Erev. As we know before, that was the Shita, both of Ramea and Rabbi Huda in the Shita of Nachman, that any person that's not considered a traveler can make an Erev by saying, and you can only make an Erev in a case such as ours, when you say, if you are traveling. But since you already were Megaladas at this point, number one, that you're not traveling, and number two, that you also will misalik yourself from your original Shvisa of your home because you thought that you were going to be traveling, so you're only left with the 2,000 Amis between your home and the spot where you wanted to make your Arab as you weren't misalking yourself from that space. So you had that overlapping space which would be considered a good enough Arab both if you were at home or if you were at the Makam Shvisa. And that is the concept of Chamagabal which is the term that we've already used in many places in Arab when someone's stuck in between two spots. So for example if you have a donkey driver and a camel driver that has a donkey and a camel with him and he's between them the Chamar goes one way and the Gamal goes another way and he's basically being pulled in two different directions so he's stuck in between them he's in an impossible situation so to be stuck in one space and not have the ability to have a full 2,000 amas in multiple directions that's the terminology generally used as a Chama Gomel so the Gemara is as follows we already had this idea of Chama Gomel if you're a mayor in another spot Suffolk when does a Suffolk be- if an Arab takes effect or if it doesn't take effect like Rashi explains the case over there was the Skalgat Chutzutchum if an Arab rolls outside the Chum and therefore you can't get a banish rushes or snisser from by Yaim or if it burns up by Yaim ain't an Arab that's for sure it's not an Arab however if it burns up or goes out of Chum Meshach Shekha Harez Arab but Safi by Yaim Safi Meshach we had it before a Meir Rabbi Yudah that any time there's a Suffolk therefore it's not considered a valid Arab and therefore you have a din you have to take the Chumris of each area and only have a very small amount of an Arab so the end of Rashi says that Tanina Chadazimna we learned this concept once before the Ramea Koit Ramea the Hecha the Arab Anytime you made an Arab, you thought you make an Arab, but it actually doesn't turn into an Arab, either Mitarius Suffolk or here, where it doesn't turn into Tarius Arab because you couldn't make such an Arab because you're not a traveler, then there's a Dinam Chamagamal, you get stuck in no man's land and you only have this 2,000 Amma piece which overlapped in either of your Arabin, and that is why you're allowed to use that area. However, every other area, you're not allowed to walk. And the Gemara's Territ is very Pashat, Amram Sheshes, Loi Tema, Time Dramea, Suffolk Arab, Suffolk Arab, who would have that the reason why we have to say it twice because don't tell us that the Tamarame is only by a Suffolk Arab and a Suffolk you didn't make an Arab maybe over there we say since it's Suffolk therefore we have to say it's Chamagamal but in our case what happened over here is since you're not a traveler Rameh says the Arab that you were trying to make
make where you had kavana or you spoke out actually in reality that I want that to be my makam air in b'makam pointing in by that landmark that that is for sure not an air because not considered travel not him and not the people of the city therefore maybe over there you wouldn't say it's a suffix that you're chamagamo maybe you would have a din that you consider like your b'nai right and you have the din that you have the air where you are today kamashbon elafilu vaday lo yirav havi chamagamo the hacha vaday lo yirav v'kahavi chamagamo that the din lefir meir is that even in our case where it's for sure not an air because right now you're not a traveler the din is you're right it's not an air but the original air is also not good enough as we explained because you already took away your das and you already were megal das that you don't want to have your air in that bias and therefore not only for this person but also for the bnei ear all the people in the city don't have any air for that Shabbos aside from the 2000 Amas from the ear until the place where they wanted to be kind of shvisa on Arab Shabbos continue with the mission if someone goes out of the trum even only one Amas you can't go back into your trum Rashi says we're talking about someone that went b'mezid umidas shaloy l'shem mitzvah Rabbi Lezer says if you went out only two Amas you could go back in but if you went out more than two Amas or three Amas then you can't go back in and of course if you remember we had this Gemara on Memheim and Alpha where Rabbi Lezer was explained because Rabbi Lezer holds that a person's four Amas that they coin on every time that they lose your air because you went out of your trum you still have four Amas that you can walk that's considered in the circumference two Amas on each side of him therefore if his two Amas are Muvla and they have a overlap with your current Tum Shabbos then the din is you could go back in but once it's more than two Amas since I can't walk that area and I'm out of the Tchum and I can't even get into the Tchum through the concept of law therefore you can't go back into the Tchum the Gemara continues if someone has one foot of theirs that's in the Tchum and one of their feet is outside the Tchum you can't go back into the Tchum and we have a possible if you will go out of your Tchum it doesn't say even though that's our creed that's the way we read it but the Ksiv is without a Yud and therefore it looks like singular your foot and therefore we learn that only one foot is enough to disqualify you from going back into your Tchum Shabbos that if one foot is outside the Tchum you can still go back in the Gemara says this price is going wherever body is that's where you're thrown that's where you're considered being and therefore if one of your feet is outside the Tchum but most of your body is within the Tchum therefore you consider that you're still in the Tchum Ikadami others say a little bit different if someone has one of their feet in the Tchum and one out of the Tchum over here Rabbi Chanina Shita is they can actually go back in the Tchum the Chesivit says in the Pasuk same Pasuk it's red as plural and therefore we know it means both your feet have to be outside the Tchum if one of your feet is outside you can't go back into the Tchum the Gemara says Rabbi Chanina is going like Achim the time like we had before Anywhere where your rave is, that's where you're going to be thrown. And therefore, Rabbi Chanina is going like the Shita of Acherim. The Gemara continues, He said that if you had two Amis outside your Tchum, you could go back in. But if it's three Amis, you can't go back in. In fact, we have another Brice that says, Rabbi The only way you go back is only one Ama outside the Tchum. But if you're already two Amis outside the Tchum, you can't go back in. And the Gemara answers, Our Mishnah was talking that you could go back in was when you went more than one Amor, but less than Tati. That's why it says, Shtayim Yikonis. If you're less than two Amors, you could still go back in. But Sholish, of course, you can't go back in. Hadaka Tati become a class. And the Brisa that says that by Tati, you can't go back in, that's talking, they already over to you between two
two and three, and therefore you can't go back in. So to recap, the Gemara is basically saying, of course you could go back in if you went one or up to two, but anytime you get over two or three, etc., then you can't go back into the Tchum. In fact, Gemara, but we have another place that says, Rabbi Lazar, I'm even if you went out one Amah at a Tchum, you still can't go back into the Tchum. So Gemara says, that's referring to a specific case where you were measuring. It's not. We have a Mishnah that says, If someone's measuring, you give them 2,000 Amas, and even if his measurement ends up that he walks into a cave and is in the middle of the cave, his Tchum ends at that point. Now, let's explain this a little bit better, but the basic Yisrael is very simple, that if a person is in his Tchum Shabbos and he walks out, but if he wants to go back into the Tchum Shabbos, in order to go back into the Tchum Shabbos, as long as his current Tchum Shabbos, which is his four Amas that he gets now, because he's a person that went outside of Tchum, is overlapping with his original Tchum Shabbos of 2,000 Amas, so therefore by jumping back in, then it's considered that it overlaps and Zmuvla, you can go back in. But if you're going towards a destination and you don't reach that destination, the fact that Rabbanon say that the end of the Tchum is here, that's the end of the Tchum and you can't go further. And even if now you would work on the other four Amas because a person could walk out of the Tchum for Amas, that won't help him now be inside the Tchum that he had before Shabbos. He never had that Tchum before Shabbos and he can't acquire that Tchum Shabbos in any manner and any halachic way. We continue with the last mission of the parak. If someone is 2001 Amis away from the city, you can't go into the city. We don't say that the Tchum Shabbos is off by an Amis and therefore we're not mocked on that. However, Rab Shimon holds if he's so close to the city that you're within 15 Amis of the signs or the markers that were there that told people that this is where the Tchum Shabbos was, you're allowed to walk into the city. Why? Because the surveyors who actually created these markers and signs to show people where the Tchum boundaries ended would make them short on purpose and closer to the city boundary because of people who make mistakes. And the Gemara explains, people will make a mistake as to the measurements and walk out of the Tchum by mistake. And therefore they made them specifically in a way that was shorter in order that people could go out of the Tchum by a little bit and then walk back in. Either Rashi explains the 15 Amis is an approximation of what they did or it's actually based on the Cheshbon Ayin Rashi and it's exactly the 15 Amis, exactly that amount and that is the Pshat that Rashi says in his second Pshat and we'll stop over here.